coming to you from the lab where we talk about guns, gear, training, and everything in between. Riding Shotgun is my co-host, Big Keith. I'm your host, Mike, and this is The Gun Experiment. How's everybody doing? Welcome to The Gun Experiment, episode four. This week, we talk to Eric B., review Kershaw Knives, buying your first AR, discuss new shooters, and a good cup of coffee. I just want to remind everyone that we drop new episodes on the second and fourth Monday of every month, so be sure to subscribe. And as always, by my side is the big man, Big Keith. Keith, how are we doing tonight? Oh, we're doing good, man. Having a couple drinks. It's a beautiful Friday. Getting a little bit of snow here in New York, which is crazy. crazy. Snow in quarantine. What's better? I love it. So what are you drinking? Uh, I'm still on the rum and diet. Uh, not diet. Uh, what is it? Cherry Coke. A uh, little okay. Sailor Jerry's, if you must know the specific. So uh, my wife went out and got us some Italian food, and it came with a uh, thing of sangria. So I am drinking a nice girly sangria. I like it's a summer night. I'm kind of excited about that. Well, yeah, I guess uh, I guess that's the way to go. Is there actual fruit in the sangria? There is, yeah. There's a little bit of fruit in there. So anyway, uh, good. I'm glad everything is good. So tonight we are uh, bringing in a friend, um, once a, a close-by neighbor, our buddy Eric B. is in the house, not the rapper. I want to make sure everyone knows that I do not know the rapper. Eric, how are we doing tonight? I'm doing great, Mike. How are you guys? Awesome. Doing awesome. Well. Thanks for coming on, man. Yes, yeah, good to hear from you guys. It's been a while. Yeah, it's been yeah, like what, like two years, I feel like, Eric, right? It has been. Out of New York State for two years. Wow. So let's let's give the listeners a little little background. So we uh Keith and I moved into our houses and then Eric kind of just was about here and there and we met Eric and uh and then out of nowhere Eric decided to leave New York, pick up and move to Kentucky. So Eric, why don't you give everyone a little bit of background? What what's going on with that? What makes you go to the middle of nowhere in Kentucky? <laughs> well, I'm not in the middle of nowhere, Kentucky. I am in northern Kentucky. Uh, it's really close to Cincinnati. Um, I don't know the taxes, the gun laws. I just there's a lot of things about New York that nobody likes. That you know had to get out. Yeah, and if I'm not mistaken, I mean, like you were born and raised in New York, correct? Oh yeah, thirty five yeah. years. Yeah, and you're and you're in the Hudson Valley, so you're north of New York City, and it's pretty pretty rural. But and and you like it here, right? Like you like the geography and the scenery and the mountains and the nature, I, right? I like do. You, you like New York, absolutely. I Correct? love New York. Yeah, what what you don't like, and listen, this is a pro Second Amendment <laughs> show, so you can just come out and flat out say it. What you don't like is the gun laws in New York. Is that correct? Absolutely. Yeah. I, so I, I was tired of living like a felon. <laughs> You know, I didn't want to go to jail for the rest of my life for the guns that I own living in New York. Yeah, living the dream, man. So so what's it like in Kentucky, man? I mean, you, you like it? I love it. It's great. Yeah. Um, And I, I honestly, I've never been to Kentucky, although I've talked to you about uh, kind of going out there to visit. I, I can't wait to do it. But right now, there's not a lot of flights. But uh, so <laughs> road trip. I, obviously, I know it's a lot. Yeah, exactly. I know that it's a lot different than New York in terms of the gun laws. I've, I, that's obvious. But kind of like, what's the culture like there? Like, is it, it do people talk about guns a lot? Is it just kind of like it's assumed everyone has them? Like, what's it like? I, I have no idea. It's exactly like that. It's exactly assume, everybody. You're assumed that everybody has a gun, so everybody's polite. 
You know, what, what does the saying go? Uh, an armed society is a polite society. I think you nailed it. That's it. it that is that is true down here. Everybody is do you find- so much nicer than upstate New York, even anywhere in New York, really. What do you think that is? You think that's because the playing field is level? Yeah, pretty much. You know, it's just assumed that everybody carries a gun down here. I mean, it's not. It, it was weird for me when I got down here because growing up in New York, you know, no. Well, I didn't go through the whole process to get a gun. Not everybody has access to handguns like they do down here, and it was just different for me when I got down here. You know, is Kentucky open carry? I I, I really have no idea. It is. Wow, you can open yep. carry in Kentucky. Yep. What not is a lot of people? So, do. What's that like? Do you do that? No, I would do it. Not. I would open carry in a heartbeat. Uh, terrible yeah. idea. Yeah, everybody concealed right. carries. Um, Eric, why? It, tell it, him it actually, why. Why it's a terrible idea. Tell him why it's a terrible idea. Sounds cool. I, it does sound cool. I don't know. It's just I, to this day, I still don't want to see people carrying guns on the side. I don't know why. It just so my my take on this is, and this is um. Uh, some of this is like a tactical, you know, like if someone's going to do some harm and they know that you have a gun, you're the first person they're taking out. And that's the reason to conceal. But with that said, Keith, to your point, I wish that like I had the ability to like, Oh, like, you know, I I just want to get out and pump some gas and I don't want to put on a cover garment. You know, it's nice to have that option. I don't think I would exercise it all the time, but it would be nice to know that if you print it or your shirt lifted up, that it's not you're not going to. Well, I, yeah, I mean, I think that's water. more of what I I meant. I mean, I I wear t-shirts untucked and and stuff like that, so I'd always have it somewhat covered. But um, you know, I I think there's an argument to be had of the opposite of the being the first one to take out. I think there's an argument to be had that a lot of people probably would say, you know, maybe this isn't a good time to do what I was going to do. It's fair. Yeah, it's true. People might think twice if they see everybody open carrying. Yeah. Um, it's definitely something I wish we had as an option. I'm not saying I would exercise it all the time, but I definitely think, like I said, just like you raise your arms up and your, yeah. your gun shows, it's not a big deal, yeah. you know? Um, so, uh, I saw some video of you shooting. I think it was you and, uh, your son, you were shooting clays in the backyard, right? Is that, is that right? It was in your yard? Yes. Yep. Absolutely. How, how much land do you have, Eric? Uh, ten and ten and a half acres. Oh, that's perfect. That's wow, perfect. Ten and, yeah, it's awesome. It is. And at, right. and is there a lot of like, like you own ten and a half, but is there a lot of land surrounding you that's not yours? Just a lot of. I got twenty five yeah. acres on one side and then fifteen on the other side, but oh nobody nobody's building on either of them, so it's it's going to stay quiet for a while. That's awesome. Yeah. It's um, nice. How how long of a range do you have? How far can you shoot out to? Uh about two hundred twenty five yards. Ooh. Holy crap! That's crazy. Yep. And I've hit that with the rangefinder, so I know exactly how far I could get out. <laughs> wow, that's crazy. So, um, anything else? Anything else about Kentucky? I mean, how are how are the people there? I mean, you said they're friendly, but do you ha- have you made a lot of friends out there? Or are you uh, uh, kind of staying yourself? I got uh, a lot of family moved down here. My uh, in laws. I got my brother in law, his girlfriend here. My mother-in-law and oh, her boyfriend moved that's there. That's good. That's good. They got a couple other people moving down there with you. I'm glad to hear that. Yes. Yeah. I mean, you know, it's, I haven't made too many friends down here. A few here and there. People that I've worked for, I keep in contact with. But other mm. than that, just family. Nothing wrong no. with that. Um. So we're gonna we are gonna get to our um, 
we're going to mix it up a little bit and do our discussion of the day. But Eric, we have a tradition on the show. And uh, even though you're not really an interview, you're just kind of a friend. And, and I, like I said, I appreciate you coming on. We do this thing called run and gun. And uh, I, it would not be an episode if I did not do run and gun with you. So we are going to play run and gun. And the way that this works is uh, I'm going to ask you 10 questions. And, and after I ask you a question, you're going to give me the first answer that pops into your head. I am ready. Here we go. go. Ahead. Here, here we go. What is your favorite gun in your personal collection? Uh, my Scorpion Evo 3 S2. What gun would you buy if money was no object? Uh, I just I want a 1911 right now, yeah. Okay. If you could have a drink with one person, living or dead, who would it be? Donald Trump. Yeah! That's a popular <laughs> answer. That's not the first time we've heard that. Uh, okay. <laughs> favorite caliber? Nine millimeter. Favorite hobby not gun-related? Riding motorcycles. If you could have one superpower, what would it be? Ooh, to be invisible. All hell breaks loose. Is it better to be armed or trained? Trained. Is it better to be loved or feared? Feared. Rifle, pistol, or shotgun? Shotgun. You're in the worst scenario imaginable. Who do you want to have your six other than your spouse? You. <laughs> I like yeah. it. Another, also not the first time that it, also not the first time that answer has been Eric, said. You should know that it was me that said both of those answers. <laughs> awesome. You did awesome, man. Let's mix it up. All right. So today on Mixing It Up, we are going to talk about the gun salesman of the year. And that gun salesman would be the coronavirus. Rona. The Rona, baby. So let's, uh, there's three categories of people, or at least I'm going to make three categories of people. There's those who had ample guns and ammo. We'll call them Eric. That's me. Yep. <laughs> there's, those, there's those who wanted more guns and ammo. We'll also call that Eric. We'll also call that Eric. Could also could be Mike or Keith, I think. And then there's those who desperately needed a gun. Not any of us. Okay. And not any of us. But there are those people who they never wanted a gun. They never needed a gun. They maybe hated guns. And now all of a sudden we hear in the news, we hear all these stories. People are going out and buying their first gun. And Eric, we had um, we had on a guest that was from a local gun store. And he kind of was talking about just the craziness going on in these stores. Um so what are some of the new gun owners misconceptions? Like, have you guys heard, like, like what are some of the things that like a new gun owner thinks is the case, but now they go to buy a gun and they find out, Oh, really? I didn't know that. Like, what are some of these misconceptions? Keith, what do you think? Well, definitely some of the stories that I've heard from uh, some FFLs that I, uh, that I know in New York, you know, there have been a lot of new gun owners that are, um, you know, not familiar with the laws of the state that they live in and are quite surprised to um, to go through the entire process, whether it's from the beginning of the NICS check to right on down through what you can and cannot own and what you can and cannot leave the store with in that day in New York. Um, you know, there are people who don't realize that you can't just walk into a store and walk out in a pistol in New York. And these are people who vote against gun laws laws in some uh, some scenarios um they don't realize that you can't have a foldable stock on a rifle 
Um, you know, there are just some things that are surprising to people and I, uh, I find it kind of ironic. Yeah. One of the things I remember hearing was, I think you actually might've told me this from someone you talked to, but people walking in and going, wait, I want one of those. And they point to an AR and they're like, I want one of those. You can't have that. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Uh, The, and just like a little funny story, you know, let's get through a little bit farther down the road of this process of, of, um, you know, new gun owners, they select a gun. They buy the gun. One story that I heard was that a few minutes after they left with their purchase and their ammo, Eric, you're going to love this. They came back into the store and they were like, uh, I can't, I can't have this ammo. It's, it's got lead in it. I, I need, I, I need non leaded <laughs> ammo. Non leaded ammo. Yeah. And and Keith, why was that? Because he lived because on a he farm, lived on a right? farm, and he was concerned about the amount of lead that he was going to put into his property. Because the farmers that farmed that land for two hundred years, they didn't use lead in there. Never, ever, never right? been lead on this <laughs> land ever before. <laughs> so, Eric, what do you think, man? What are some of the some of the misconceptions? Maybe it's a little different in Kentucky because maybe people are more knowledgeable. You know, I don't know. No, no it's the same shit with the yeah. liberals. You know, you got guys wanting to go into the store and just walk out with guns and you know, they want it the same day they want, they don't want, they don't know that you have to go through a background check. You know, that's the same stuff everywhere. I've been watching the same videos you guys have been. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I mean, like pistol permits when in this Kentucky is, though, or you, or you can walk in and out with a pistol if you pass. No, the I, I can buy a handgun in five minutes down here. As long so, as you pass to the conceal, check Well, when I, yes. But when I first moved down here, you had to have a concealed carry to carry concealed, but uh, the governor before this one, right at the end of his term, made a law that you don't have to have a concealed carry. It's op- it's a constitutional carry state as of right now, but wow, they have cool. legislation right. that they're trying to ban that. So I don't know where that's going to go. Yeah, you know, and I, I've heard I've heard good arguments for why there shouldn't be constitutional carry. Not that I'm I agree with it, but I've heard the arguments, and they're they're not actually not terrible arguments, but. The thing is this, as long as there's a Nix check, I feel pretty warm and fuzzy that things are going to be okay. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, it's, that's it, the, thing. It's the if fact I, that if I go through that Nix check, though, why can't I carry in every state? I agree. It's the same Nix check that you're doing in New York versus New York or versus Kentucky. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, you New know, York would say thing. because your laws are more lax and they don't know, you know, they're, they're, that's their argument. I'm not saying it's right, but that's what they would say. But at the end of the day, it's, um, it's the same background check. Well, New, but, yeah, but, but they New would say is, you're going to come with a 15 year a 15 round magazine, and we can't have that here. You know, they, the, the, they would that, say, that and, and I think your first argument is correct too, Mike. They would say that you know we are more stringent with the p- people we give permission to carry carry handguns above and beyond the next check. You know, so that's true. that that's, that's what true. that's what they would say. And and again, I don't agree with it. I'm just that's that's the argument that would be had. I mean, the way I've always felt is you should be able to carry in any state that you want as long as you follow the laws of that state. So in other words, Eric could come here with his pistol under my rules, could come here with his pistol, but he can't carry his 15 round magazine. He has to carry a, you know, a 10 because that's what's legal here or seven, whatever, whatever uh, rule you want to go with. But he would have to prove that he lived in Ohio. I mean, I'm sorry, Kentucky. I apologize. I was don't know why I was thinking Ohio. I guess I was thinking of Joe. Um, uh, I live five minutes from Ohio. (laughs) um, He would have to prove that he lives in Kentucky and those are those rules. No, no, no. I, what I mean is 
if you are in Kentucky and you come to New York, he has to abide by New York. So he'd have to get a New York pistol permit to carry. No, I'm saying if the pistol permit was universal, as of of right now, as of right now, I have to get that pistol permit in New York to go to New York and carry. Correct. Yes. But what I'm saying is there should be a universal permit and whatever the rules are in that state is what you have to abide by when you're in that state. And that makes sense to me because now you are following the stringent rules of New York or the less stringent rules of Kentucky based on where you're at. You know, that's kind of my philosophy of it. Understand. Right. How I feel. I don't think I'd even be able to come to New York. No, based you on your rules. no you're, you're not allowed back in the state. I'm sorry, Eric. No, not, not with the rules that you guys have. <laughs> 10 round magazine. Listen, what is that? You don't want to come back here right now. What are you talking about, man? I'm scared to leave my house. I don't. I, no, you guys got the coronavirus, all that snow. I don't want to go back there. Did you see a surge in gun sales in, in Kentucky when all this happened? Like, like New York? Yeah. Yeah, actually weeks ago. Gun stores are empty. Like I said before, I wanted to buy a Glock 19 for this conversion kit I bought, and I can't find one within 50 miles of my house right now. So, Keith, you brought up coronavirus. So when this thing all ends, yeah, right, yep. what is the firearm world going to be like after this? Right. Mm-hmm. So we go back to quote-unquote normal. What, like, what's it going to be like? like? Are these new gun owners going to stay gun owners? Are they, like, what do you think, Eric? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I had a conversation with uh, uh, with an FFL who who thought just what you were kind of implying right there, Mike. That m- maybe some of these people are going to sell back their guns. You know, maybe they would be smart. Or maybe they realize, man. Maybe they realize this is scary. This could happen at any time. And I I know what it was like to want this thing. I'm going to keep it. You know, that's the other side. I, of I it. don't really know. I know one person um, that has definitely purchased a couple other firearms that was not. As as avid of firearm owners as we are, I, I, I think I would call us avid firearm owners. Um, yeah. And then I know, you know, you and I both know, Mike, one person who has expressed interest who is not a gun owner at all. Yes. Um, yes and, I, and I want to go on the record and say this. And Eric, don't laugh. Be be polite, please. <laughs> she's very <laughs> she's very liberal. She she's very liberal, but. She's open-minded to the idea. She's always been open-minded to guns, though. She, she, that's She's liberal in she, a lot of ways, but gun ownership is not something she's, like, against. It, would it be fair to say she's maybe more libertarian? A bit. I think she's, like, I'm, like, I would say I'm a right-leaning libertarian, and she would be, like, a left-leaning okay, libertarian. Okay, that's fair. So, that's yeah. Fair. I, right? Yeah, yeah, that's okay. good. And she hates Trump. Like, and I love Trump, and she hates Trump. You know what I mean? Like, her and I are, like, polar opposites, I would say, but um, I think she hates trump more than she hates the gop does that make sense uh that probably is true <laughs> yeah which is true of a lot of people i think there's a lot of people yeah. who i think fall in that category um but i think like you know i, I it's gonna be interesting to see well, what it's like we didn't this. get we didn't uh, talk uh mike what do you think some of these new going on our misconceptions are i kind of I, I gave mine and we didn't really get back to that the misconceptions yeah. um I think, you know, so for me, and I think, Eric, you're in this camp, and I, and Keith, I don't want to speak for you, but you're probably similar. I, I am a single-issue voter. So when I vote, of course, the economy means a lot to me. Of course, there's, there's other things that mean a lot to me. But I vote for my gun rights. Everything else kind of falls in line with the politics of that party that is tends to be pro-gun. But I always go for the most pro-gun person I is can. Is it fair to say, you know, 2A first— 
And then yes. most of the other things that fall in line with a person who is pro 2A happens to align with what your beliefs yes. are. Is that a better way to say Absolutely. it? Absolutely. Yes. And, and and a lot of those things are very important to me. I'm just saying, but I will always go for the gun rights first because I know how easily they will be taken away from yeah. me. Those other things, the economy, everybody wants a good economy. Everybody. Right? Um, and they, and, but not and, everybody, and everybody left economy. or right says they can, they know the formula for a better economy. doesn't matter. Right? right. Everybody knows the formula. And yeah. in reality, in it, one of the reasons why I don't put as much weight into that, that piece of it, the economy piece of it is that there's always more than one right answer. You know, there's a lot right. of different ways to stimulate the economy and it's not always the left. It's not always the right. So that's one reason why I do put two a above necessarily a person's belief on the economy. Right. And then, so like the misconception piece is, you know, I know that when I vote for candidate X, that that person is going to hopefully save my gun rights for me or, or uphold my gun rights. But there are people make our gun rights better. That, yeah. But there are people that that's not their priority. And I, and that's fair. It doesn't have to be, but then they want to get a gun and that's where these misconceptions come in. Cause now they're trying to buy a gun and all of a sudden they're upset that they either can't have something or they can't have it as quick as they want it, or they can't just walk out with it in that instant, whatever these situations are, and they don't understand it. But the bottom line is the reason why these rules are this way is because most likely you voted for the people who put these things in place. Yeah. Yep. Not everybody. Eric, but what about you, Eric? What do you think some of the misconceptions of gun owners in Kentucky are? Stop voting Democrat. (laughs) (laughs) It's that simple, man. (laughs) And you know, and I, I say this all the time, Eric. I, I try on this on the show to really not go left and right because I do. I know personally know liberals. You're you're a gun. You're hosting a gun web show. You are definitely on the right. No, no, I am definitely on the right. That's not what I'm saying. But what I mean is, I don't want to say just because someone is on the left, I don't want to label them as just they hate guns because I do know people who are liberal. Or or maybe not liberal, but Democrat, okay? Yep. And they're gun owners, and they love guns. So I, I try really hard not to, like, yeah. I don't want to, like, uh, demonize people that are Democrats because some of them do have guns or do want guns or could be on our side. Um, but it is, to your to your point, it is very often the case yeah. that people on the left that, that's a miscon- want That's to- a misconception that I think we all kind of do as human beings is we – we pigeonhole ourselves into left or right, you know, and it's hard. It's, it's more complicated than that. You know, there's a reason it's called a spectrum. I don't don't know if I buy that. Most, most Democrats on the left are going to, every time are going to ask you, why do you need that gun? Why do you need a gun? So let's bring that, that brings up kind of my next question and let's talk about this, but, and that's the treatment or mistreatment of new gun owners. So, Eric, I'm going to use what you're talking about right now and and pose it as a question. So you have somebody who was as left as could be, and all of a sudden, for whatever reason, they say, you know what? The world's gone crazy. I I think I need a gun. And they go and they buy a gun. So now they're super liberal. They're super left. They they buy a gun. Shouldn't we... Shouldn't we now embrace that and welcome them with open arms and say, and I, and I, listen, I've had this debate with people who were like, tell them to pound sand. No, I don't want to tell them to pound sand. I want to tell them, good, 
welcome to the community. Let's show you that we're not a bunch of raving assholes and I'm going to treat you with a little bit of respect and I hope you'll do the same. And I hope that some of those people start to swing the other way in that political spectrum, at least as far as gun rights go. That's my hope. Yeah. I'm not saying it's going to yeah, happen, but that's, but that's you, my hope. You know, you're, you're hoping that they put the, your second amendment rights among above all of their other rights or all those other. Things. And they may not. And that's, that's very true. That's hard. It is very hard. But, do we so do we so let me ask this do we mistreat them no no i'm not i i no, I, I, I wasn't no absolutely not. yeah what so then what do we do to the new gun so um keith the person that we were both talking about that we know who is left libertarian we'll call her mm-hmm. wants to own a gun now you and i agreed to take her out and shoot well and, i i actually i actually respect the way that the that she approached the entire topic right um, I feel kind of dirty talking about her without her being here to to talk about it. But um, uh, she, you know, she reached out and she said, "Hey, this is something I'm interested in. I'd I'd like to learn about it first, right?" And right. she, yep. you know, she asked if she could come out, and and you know, it was really refreshing because we're able to put her in a position where we can start her off in something like anybody should be started off with like a 22 and, you know, like have a little fun and then give her some experiences beyond that. Um, you know, I, I think that's kind of what you're talking about, about, you know, maybe giving these people a chance, you know, you know, obviously Eric, you know, these people have their political opinions and you're never going to change them. But, maybe at least giving them an opportunity to see the gun world as we all know it and, and the, and the joy and the fun that's, that's in, in it and that, that, and safe, you know, you can be safe. Absolutely. No, I agree a hundred percent with that. Um, I'd love to have more people on our side on this part of the, you know, the- I have, a, I have a friend, sorry, Eric, I have a friend, a good friend who is just him and I, I mean, I've tried to have like rational that he just, doesn't get it like he just doesn't understand it but it's because he has zero desire to have a gun so because he doesn't have a desire he can't understand why anybody needs it and therefore if they all disappeared he'd be perfectly happy take him out and and i tried say that again take him out and go shooting (laughs) he won't most people that do that will love it now i I, trust me what's better than blowing up some clays right eric Exactly. <laughs> I agree. Good time. I, I don't get it. I don't get it at all, you know. But like him, he says silly stuff and it's like I just can't change his mind. Like he is so it you know the way I, I equate it is like this. It's like saying to someone who doesn't drink, right? Some my brother-in-law doesn't drink, right? If tomorrow they said we're going to ban alcohol, he wouldn't care. It doesn't affect him at all. So he's like, "Sure, ban alcohol. It doesn't matter to him." You know, so because this guy doesn't like guns, they're of no use to him. If they said, hey, ban guns, he's like, makes sense to me. Doesn't affect but him. But truly, you know? isn't that the joy of being an American? Uh, you think. <laughs> I mean, seriously, no, you know, not, not no joking around. The, the ability to be able to have an opinion and care about the things that you believe in and the things that you don't give two craps about, you know. Exactly. I, yes. I don't know, you know. Yeah, but being an American also is your ability to live and let live in my opinion and the fact that he is willing to not let me live the way I want to because well, it doesn't affect that's him. That's a little federalist, right? That's like 
you know, founding father kind of, kind of stuff, you know, and I, I'm not saying I disagree right. with it. It's just, it's not, I don't know. It's not mainstream society discussion. Yeah. I mean, live and I, let live. You're not live wrong. and let live where, you know, what, what, what state is that? Vermont live free and die. What, what is that one? Live free. I think it's live free and die. Yeah. But I think, I just think it's where we're from, you know, like I'm, I'm sure if we had this conversation with people where Eric is, I don't think it'd be the same conversation, you know, like, it's just uh, we happen to live in a no, very feel, left-leaning state. I feel really sorry for you guys. It's time for Top Gear. Let us test it before you invest it. All right. So we are going to review some gear today. And uh, Eric, as our guest, uh, I figured I would give you first ups here. And uh, what what product are you looking at today? Uh, for gear in general, my Scorpion Evo 3S2. It is. You did mention it earlier. I did. Yes, I talked to you about it. It's uh, it's going to need a few upgrades. You know the uh, the trigger pull, horrible factory. <laughs> You're going to have to buy that trigger from uh, HB Tactical, and you are definitely going to want a new grip and the uh, the charging handle. I don't know if you've seen my gun before, Mike. Have you? Uh, I think I saw a picture of it. Now, for uh, Keith, do you know what this what the scorpion I, I is? I don't. Have you seen it before? Uh, it, it's a it's a nine millimeter pistol. It is technically considered a pistol. <laughs> so, Eric, what is it about this gun? Once you put some love into it, what is it about this that you love? Uh it's just smooth, no yeah. recoil. Um, it's built. It's built to shoot. Yeah, yeah. And uh, you have a stock. You said you have a stock on it, right? I do HB Tactical. Yeah. You have that short, okay. now, that short you, barrel that's on most of these pictures, or or like a, long, a little. Long they're barrel. all short barrel. Yeah, it's this. This gun's. It's actually considered a pistol. Yep. I mean, I don't know about New York rules, but the rest of the world that this is considered a pistol because of the brace that I have on it. Mm-hmm. So, I, actually, I want to. I'm glad you said the word brace because um, <laughs> have you at all looked? Have you at all looked into? Uh, getting suppressors or getting your um, SBR, you know, short barrel yeah. rifles. Have you looked into that? It's just a matter of money. It's two hundred bucks. Yeah. You know, you got to pay for the stamp. Two hundred bucks. I could have a, uh, I could have the, the suppressor, or the short barrel rifle if I wanted it. But I just haven't. It, it take. It does. Even though I'm in Kentucky, it still does take some time. You got. What's well, federal, right? Yeah, it is. So, I mean, I've seen people online that have posted it where it takes a few weeks. Other people have said it takes eight weeks. So, I don't know. I, yeah, just I haven't mean, gone through it at this point yet. Obviously, in New York, it'll never ha- none of that'll ever happen for me. But <laughs> no. the one, if I if if I could have it, the one thing I really would want is a suppressor. Like yeah. I, I'm very noise sensitive, and I, I would love it. To it have makes a shooting so much yeah. more smooth and easy. Absolutely, and I don't understand what the whole deal is with suppressors. It's just literally. Because I have a suppressor, I'm going to be more inclined to use it for harm. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. That's the way the government in New York thinks. It's it's not anything like that. You're just quieting the sound of the shot that goes off. You know why is that so bad? It's, Holly, it's Hollywood. It's Hollywood. It's, Honestly, yeah, Hollywood. Exactly, Mike. You're right. <laughs> no, it really is. It's scary. It's, it's I won't be able to hear the bullet coming at me. Yeah, you'll be able to kill everybody in the world overnight <laughs> with no sound. <laughs> Yeah, it's just it, it honestly is just a misconception, I think, that people don't understand, you know. So Keith, what about you? What do you got today? My first AR, uh Smith and Wesson M M P fifteen. 
Um, nice. Yeah, I I, uh, I bought it during the sales surge, um, not because I needed it, Eric. Don't go, you know. <laughs> Are you talking about this sales surge, the coronavirus sales surge? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I, All right. I only really bought it because it was such a fair price and it and it kind of just fell in my lap. It was uh um a referral from Mike and somebody that we've had on the show before, uh Smoke Wagon uh um firearms and uh I I just I I had been in the market for an AR. I I I don't didn't really know a ton about them. I'd done a little bit of research, but you know one of the things that I find, and I've I've talked about this a couple different times before, is that you know the the firearm world can be overwhelming if you don't really know calibers and and m- muzzle recoil and velocity. If you don't really know all that stuff and you're not really familiar with calibers, it, it can be overwhelming. So I kind of just was looking and not really knew what direction to go and. This fell in my lap and it was a very fair price. And, um, you know, I was able to get, get the gun and, and the rifle and, and, and be out the door for around 550 bucks. So that, that made me happy. Um, downside is I could at the time only get 40 rounds and I took, uh, 27 of those rounds to sight it in. <laughs> so, <laughs> um and uh hopefully with the new york state compliant magazine it is a not a, i didn't get the new york state compliant magazine that's that's i'm glad you brought that up there's a couple different ways you can be new york state compliant one is a locked magazine uh where you um you know cannot remove the magazine and have to load okay. load through the top. The second way that you can be uh, New York compliant with AR-15s is uh, called a bolt lock. So basically, it's not semi-automatic. Um, I fire one round, the bolt locks open. I have to press the button to charge the next round. Um, so, so at that point, you can have a thirty-round magazine. Uh, no. no magazines. Are yeah, different. yeah. Magazines are under that. That's a separate section of the Safe Act. I still am limited to, I think, ten in that. Um, but uh, yeah, you know, it's it's New York compliant. It's bolt lock. Like I said, I don't know what else to really say about it. I mean, it's 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 not. It's. I mean, I guess we just, you know, I guess we just talk, kind of talk about it. The reality of what it is. It's no, another, get it. it's, it's yeah. another misconception. It's it's not it is. it's not something That's that, it is. Yeah, it, you guys <laughs> thank you. You guys want to follow the rules. I, I get it, man. Yeah, but you know, but bit, but yeah. talk, you know, yeah. I'm I'm kind of being a little hesitant about about saying it. I think Eric you were you were going to you know kind of fill in the blanks a little bit for me. It's fixable. <laughs> it's not it it's something that I could, you know, totally disengage and not be real and no one would be the wiser. It's the weirdest thing ever. You know what I mean? <laughs> I got you. <laughs> well, the only one following it is the good guy, right? Like you're trying to do the right thing. That's exactly the bad guy. Is gonna, the bad guy is going to take that off right away. It, it, you know what I mean? And, and, and I shouldn't even say the, the bad guy. What I mean is if someone wants to do damage, they will. For, for the line. people not following laws. Exactly. For fear of governor Cuomo listening to this podcast and saying, we got to fix this loophole. Um, it's literally something that can be fixed in less than 10 minutes. You know what I mean? It, it's, yes. the, it's the silliest thing ever, you know? And, and that goes all of them. All of the laws in New York are, uh, for your AR-15s are stupid. They make no sense whatsoever. 
and that goes for the and that so, goes for the maglock too. Mike, Mike exactly. Am yeah. I saying anything that you wouldn't agree with? No, I mean I I totally agree. I mean the problem is this, and again going back to the people who I know who just abhor guns, you know, the people follow the people following the laws are good people, but they shouldn't be prevented from protecting their you know their home and their family than any you know any less or more than anyone else you know they should have that right the bottom line is if someone wants to cause damage they're going to cause damage that's the bottom line you know and um you know so i mean keith so you bought this thing smith and wesson mmp 15 do you like it i mean how do you like i've had a blast i put a uh i put a scope on that i I think we'll review for another another episode but I I felt great, you know. Like I said, I didn't have enough ammo to really really dial it in as much as I would. Um, and I'm sure some people would say I should be able to do it in ten rounds or five rounds or whatever. And you know, like I said, I, I, I I'm, that's not me. Um, but I was able to get it to a point where I could hit. What size was that gong that we had at 100 yards, Mike? Was that eight, eight inch, ten inch? Uh, probably eight inch. Yeah, uh, we had an eight inch gong at 100 yards, and I was able to sight that thing in with with just a red dot you know, no magnification, no anything. I was hitting that gun right. at a hundred yards and that's close enough for me. Yeah, it's good. It was, I mean, I was there. It was, it was definitely a shot. Very nice. No doubt about it. So I knew you two were going to talk about guns. So I went in a different direction because part of the whole gun culture is kind of your everyday carry and being prepared. I think gun owners are that mindset. And I don't know about you guys, but I carry a, pocket knife on me pretty much every day. Um, Sometimes I forget, but generally every day. And I decided to review my every day. It's the knife I have on me every day. Um, And that is, it is a Kershaw. Uh, It's a Kershaw. Ken Onion Scallion is the actual model. Um, 1620 is the the model number. And really, I mean, the knife is great, but I want to talk about Kershaw knives in general. Eric, you're a fan of them, I believe, right? Absolutely. I carry the Speedster every day. Okay. Yeah. I mean, so mine has a speed safe opening, which is New York legal because it's not a button that opens it. It's not gravity. It's, it's, it's hard to explain, but man, you can open that thing pretty quick. So it is legal in New York. Um, it's made in the USA, which is very important to me. Some of their knives are made in both Japan and China. So you have to check which knife you buy, but yes, mine was made in the U S yeah. Is your, is yours made in the U S Eric? Did you, do you know? Yes, it is. It is awesome. Um, this thing, it's not a big blade. I don't carry, I don't like to carry a really big blade, to be honest. I'm not going to try and act all big and bad here. Most of the time, I'm just opening up Amazon boxes for my wife. But, <laughs> but, uh, and I have a story that, uh, you know, the reason I carry is I was in a situation one time with a friend, old man needed help. I could have used a knife, and my buddy goes, Oh, dude, pull your knife out. And I didn't have it on me. And I swore I would not be that guy ever again. And I, I try to carry every day. But, this knife, uh, even though it's not the biggest knife, $34, brand new, Yep, and oh, made in America, speed opener. I mean, I love the thing. Um, the, the thing with Kershaw that I think is great, they will do a $10 blade replacement. So if you snap the blade, prying something, whatever, they will replace it for $10. They will also sharpen it for free if you send it to them. I did not know that. The only... Th- yeah. The only thing is this is a new thing because of costs. It used to be free shipping as well. Now they charge you a $7 return That's fee. That's fair. So if you send it, yeah, it's fair. You send it to them and for $7, they return How it long are you out of the, so How long seven, are you out of the knife? 
they're on the west coast i think they're in i think they're in oregon um so i mean you know a week a week or whatever yeah but for 34 bucks you buy two of them yeah yeah. (laughs) send one you keep get the other one you know um i haven't done that but you know it's not a bad everyone else should um yeah everyone else should not me though anything um america I, I just I, I love them. I love that again. Some of their stuffs made in Japan and Ch- J- Japanese blades are actually very well made as well. I won't buy uh, Chinese blades, but um, we we have to stop. Not we got to go back to America, man. We got to be conscious about that stuff. That's something that's got to change after all this. Absolutely, it, I I hundred percent agree with you on that. Yep, I just bought a new piece of equipment uh, for my home, and uh, one of my deciding factors was it was a U.S. based company, and I think it's important, you know. But anyway, Kershaw knives, I highly, highly recommend them. I love the company, I love their philosophy, um, I love their USA blades, um, and I highly recommend it to anybody looking for a good quality knife. And they have bigger and smaller ones as well. So good stuff. Well, I think it's time for the boys to sit around and shoot the shit. All right. So time to shoot the shit a little bit. And today on our non-gun topic, we're going to talk about a good cup of coffee. And uh, Eric, I'm going to let you start because Eric, how do you feel about coffee? Uh, I'll drink it. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe we should have talked about Eric with Eric beforehand. (laughs) No, I I did talk to Eric about this prior to, and he's like, I'm not a big coffee guy, but it's okay. It's all good. Um, so Keith, I'm going to, I'm actually going to jump over to you. So coffee, I wonder you're why. a big coffee drinker. <laughs> we'll go back to Eric. I got, I got more for Eric. I'm not letting you off the hook that easy, buddy. I'm sorry. What were you going to ask me? So just in general, I know you love coffee. Um, what's your favorite way to, to have uh, coffee? I'm a snob. I like uh, French press or percolated you know, I, I, I brew, I brew a French press coffee. I'd say 90% of the time I wake up early, boil that water, do a French press, wait a few minutes, press it down. You know, and if I got a, if I got more than me and my wife, I'll, I'll, uh, I'll, I'll percolate coffee before I do anything else. Those are my, my one and two go-to. Yeah. I'm with you. I don't, I don't really French press that often or percolate, but, um, but I do what I, I do is I always now I always do fresh ground beans. So I grind my beans every yeah, day. Exactly. Um, you do as well, 100%, right? Yeah. You do as well. Yeah. I got a trusty grinder Man, that I've had Eric, for like six years. It's still going good. Cuisinart. And that's why I'm going I'm, I'm to bring Eric back in. So Eric, I, I did not drink coffee until I met my wife and then she got a Keurig, yep. which by the way, I've just gotten rid of my Keurig. Like no more pods for me because this is where I'm going with it. Eric, I did not do it for the longest time but once you start drinking good coffee i think you might change your mind man once you start savoring like really i drink it you're a mature male eric you got to get on the right coffee kid i don't know man my wife makes she's into the whole coffee thing she's got the french press she does it every morning wakes up boils oh your wife does the french press and you don't you don't enjoy it I mean, if she makes it for me, I will, but I'm not waking up and boiling water and all that shit. No way. <laughs> it's like five <laughs> minutes. I, 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 no, I wake up and I'm a couple sips of water and get, put my clothes on. I'm out the door. And I'm Good for you, man. Get a, get a cup of coffee <laughs> you're at the contracting. Gas <laughs> yeah, you're I'm, in contracting. Most yeah. contractors love coffee. I know. I, I, it doesn't matter to me. I don't need it. Crazy. Everybody else, my wife would go nuts without coffee. Yeah, it's for me. It's not really about the caffeine. I mean, it is, but it's not. I I don't. It's not why I drink it. 
but I just, I like it. First of all, I like the, the warm, you know, I like a warm drink like that, but, um, I got this machine. You got to turn your wife onto this thing. It has a hopper in the top of it with beans and it has a timer. And all you do is set it the night before and it grinds the, the right amount. And then it makes the coffee like all in one shot. And like, it, no, no extra like, time. You can it. still wake up at the same time you want, Eric. Do you That's want to, it, man. What, what is that? What is that brand of coffee maker you got? I have to get back to you on it. I can't think of it off the top of my head, but it it's phenomenal. And your wife will love you. You should yeah. buy it for her. All right, cool. Yeah, Let me know. I'm yeah. always down for making the wife happy. A little extra brownie points. Dude, happy wife, happy life. Yeah, happy wife, happy life. That's right. So, yeah, anyway, I mean, I, I do like a good cup of coffee, and I'm with you, Keith. I think uh, having it the right way is is important. So, coffee, good stuff. I, I Have you gone from... Have you always been tried and true the same way, drink it every single time? I mean, I've gone from cream and sugar to just cream to black to black and sugar to back to cream and sugar. Like I, I've gone all over the place. So my story was this when I was young and I say I never really had it till my wife. I mean, I had it once in a while. It had to be like sugar water, you know, like I had to have it like doused with sugar, with sugar and cream. And then I went on this like crazy diet where I couldn't, where they, the, you couldn't drink dairy or sugar. You couldn't have either. And I said, eh, I'll try it. And man, once I stopped having that, now I like coffee even more because now I taste the taste the flavor of the coffee. You know what I mean? So now I'm I drink a black man. What kind of coffee are you guys drinking? Um, different stuff. I there's one my favorite is called Jamaican Me Crazy. It's a it's a real good uh good coffee. I like that a lot. A little bit of flavor in that, right? Like a little bit of berry uh berry yeah. flavor, I think, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, yeah, a little bit of like nut, like a little bit of a nut, I think, to it, like almond maybe. Nut berry. But that one's nut really berry. good. Nut berry. Um, There's we a, do, uh, we, uh, you remember Adams when you used to live around here, right, uh, Eric? You know, this shopping center? Adams? Yeah. Oh, dude, I miss that place so bad. Yeah, they have a killer, <laughs> they have a killer coffee section and I'm, you know, I'm drinking something from there. I'm not, I don't really like the flavored coffees, but, uh, um, you know, I'll do a good dark roast or something like that 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 I that I like, and uh, you know, even a couple breakfast blends are good too. All right, so I'm gonna make Eric a coffee drinker. Watch this. You ready, uh, Keith? Go ahead. Now, wait. Let me let me finish. Go ahead. There are a couple. There's a couple of coffee brands out there that are geared towards the Second Amendment. Uh, I I know a couple of them. Yeah, man. Well, Come on, man. Black Rifle Coffee. That's, that's yeah, it. man. Hey. Come on, get some of that. Hey, that's cool. I if I was a coffee. Fanatic, I would definitely support that. Yeah. Um, I, I'll try. Maybe I should buy my wife some so she could try it. There you go. I listen. You don't have to like coffee. You like guns, and that's good enough for me. And I'm very, very, very glad that I had John today. So, anyway, Eric, I want to thank you for coming on the show. Um, it's great catching up with you, man. I miss you, and uh, I, I miss just being able to hang out with you. I do um, too, man. But I'm likewise. And I'm I'm happy for you. I'm happy you found a, a a great place to be, and that is so free and lets you have your Second Amendment rights. And I, I am jealous, but uh, yeah, set, but a, I'm set happy of nuts for, you, for doing friend. it, Eric. Yeah, <laughs> hey, it took a lot, man. It wasn't easy getting down here and making everything happen. Trust me. Uh, I'm glad you're down yeah. there and you're successful and you're doing well. Yes, I'm very happy and thankful, and uh, I hopefully you guys can get out of New York State one day. You know, unfortunately for me, Someday. it's when I retire. Yeah, me too. You guys got a while then. I feel bad for you. 
Yeah, is what it is, man. Make do. Yeah, make do with what you got, right? If you like this episode, you can support the show by hitting the subscribe and share buttons. And of course, don't forget to follow us on Instagram and Facebook at The Gun Experiment so we can keep the conversation going. Keith, thank you so much. As always, great co-host. And Eric, thank you for coming on. I appreciate it. I really do. And uh, you guys have a great night. You too, Mike. You too, Mike. Take care.